0: hey what's up nostalgia nerds we are going to be reviewing two episodes of matlock if you wanted to watch them prior to this episode you can find them on pluto tv season five episode two and three well let's start the show you jackasses matlock says that if you watch the episode you'll get it okay let's start
1: in today's standards would he be a karen for how he acted oh
0: I think so, 100%. <laughs> the entire time I was thinking, I was like, well, that's why so many people yell. I think it's because this show was on so frequently. I'm going to do it. That's funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Allie. I'm Andy. And I'm Jeff.
1: And this is Notable Nostalgia welcome back nostalgia nerds to notable nostalgia a 90s retrospective podcast today we welcome back to the show ria 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 you also chose today's topic so why why matlock what 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 about the show is so important that we're doing a whole episode on on mr ben matlock
2: um, because he's the best. Well, I should. I take that back. He's the best of the '90s. Uh, Perry Mason is the best, but but we can't do him
1: of the TV lawyers. Yeah, of okay. the TV
2: lawyers. So
1: <laughs> some of our <laughs> listeners may not know who Matt is.
2: Yeah, or Perry Mason. Um, I basically I chose this because I grew up watching this. So uh, on Fox 12 here in Oregon, it was Matt uh, Perry Mason. It, actually, it was. At 11, it was Rockford Files, then 12 o'clock was Perry Mason, and then 1 o'clock was Matlock. So that's, like, my <laughs> afternoon.
1: So while most kids were, afternoons were, like, Rugrats and, I don't know, Dexter's Lab and that kind of stuff, we got Perry Mason, Matlock, and yep. Rockford Files for you. Yep, okay.
3: absolutely.
1: That's uh, And Andy, when we brought the subject up, you were familiar with Matlock, Um Prior to recently, I have no experience with Matlock. So, well, how come? How how did you get involved? You know, I thought I did, but then Uh I was watching it. I was like, I
0: don't really remember anybody. (laughs) I did remember the black dude. I remember that, but I don't. Do you you remember him from Walker? Though
1: is it or this? Do you remember him from Walker or this?
0: Oh, maybe that's why I've seen so many Walker Uh clips. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, he looks familiar. But I don't remember this at all. Okay. so I don't think I've actually all seen it. Right. So, Ria, you're the solo
1: Matlock fan in this in this team today. Uh, yeah, the only new thing I knew of Matlock prior to recently watching episodes with Ria because we've been on you've been on a, a kick lately uh, is just Simpsons <laughs> references, Grandpa Simpson, Neil so, and yeah. Matlock. So, uh, it was interesting. It was good. It was good to see a show I'd never seen before in the '90s, and, and we're gonna we're gonna get into it.
2: Was it good?
1: (laughs) At its moments. Wow. (laughs) I don't, you know, well, I guess we'll go into it as to, you know, if we'd watch it again or not, but, (laughs) uh, but some background for anybody who's not familiar, it premiered in 1986 and created and written by Dean Hargrove, who, um, started out writing for the man from uncle, uh, and then created Columbo and then went on to create Matlock. Um, the series stars Andy Griffith uh, Famously from the Andy Griffith show uh, And plays criminal defense attorney Ben Matlock The show ran on NBC for its first six seasons And then was picked up by ABC for its final three Running for nine total seasons
0: That's a long time
1: yeah, yeah, nine seasons is a heck of a series So, uh, The theme song is composed by Dick Benedictus <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's yeah,
1: a real nice. name Dicks uh, famously composed the Perry Mason theme, Columbo, Rockford Files, <laughs> Running the Gauntlet. He's
2: speaking my
3: language.
1: <laughs> Did Hawaii 5 uh, And then Matlock spinoffs, Jake and the Fat Man and Diagnosis Murder, both spinoffs of Matlock. Jake and
2: the Fat Man, I've never heard of that.
1: I just looked this up right before we started. Uh, okay. Jake and the Fat Man apparently <laughs> were characters in an episode of Matlock and they got a spinoff that lasted six seasons. What? And wow. uh, Diagnosis Murder is a spinoff yeah. of Jake and the Fat Man. <laughs> oh, because the character <laughs> that D- Jerry uh, or Dick Van Dyke plays in Jake and the Fat Man was used to use for Diagnosis Murder. Huh? Isn't that? this theme song is fucking okay amazing. yeah before we dope. go to the episode really yeah good. the theme song's amazing right it's really good because <laughs> i heard it i was like really dang and then i was like yeah <laughs> all right, I can dig." for me it was like man this is i mean i love the big brass and then it has a bit of yeah. like authority and swagger and then it's like, <laughs> but then sure. it's like, it's kind of a lie then. Cause they just add, end it with the slide whistle. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have that little like, uh, build up it's kind of like, why did the they choose to end me. it that way?
2: I guess I don't see any problem with a slide whistle.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I was like for a minute, I'm like really into it. And then just <laughs> like, it's just so farce, like very farce, like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they are like,
0: well, he's really serious, but don't worry, every now and then, yeah, we'll get you going. We'll give you a little well, laugh. Well, there
3: is a
2: lot of comedy. <laughs> like, uh, I made Allie watch a- another episode that is was not very funny at all. Like, But typically, they tend to have some comedy. And Don Knotts is in, like, five different episodes, mm-hmm. so. Oh, uh,
0: that's yeah. cool. Growing up, so many kids would call me Andy Griffith. I'm like, all right, <laughs> okay. I get it. <laughs> it's because <laughs> okay. your name's Andy. Andy. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I can't think of another famous Andy (laughs) (laughs)
1: um so Ria why why this episode or episodes this is technically a two part episode
2: yeah so I like this one because I think it does have a lot of the comedy aspect of it uh which I think adds a lot to it um and I like this part because I like um Clarence Gilliard a lot more than i like the first the, the first assistant uh-huh. keen holiday although keen holiday has been in a lot too but um but i, I just prefer clarence gilliard his character okay. conrad masters yeah
1: he plays conrad mm-hmm. okay um well nowhere to turn is technically the name they gave the syndication episodes this was originally a matlock movie mystery so it premiered as one oh. two-hour episode or two-hour mini movie for TV, but for syndication they broke it into two two parts and gave it the the name Nowhere to Turn. Mm. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. It's funny because I was looking it up and I was like, when well, I was because I'm gonna do it now. Uh-huh. And later I was like, let hey, me. I wonder if it's like a company that they made just for Matlock movies. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder what the difference. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, right? or like oh, why they whatever.
1: didn't do more or something like that, or. Yeah, what, yeah. Why did this get a special thing? And then, and honestly, in the middle of its kind of, or towards more towards the end of its series arc, right? Mm. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. I wonder if it was like right when this, when they switched to ABC, and they're like, we need to do something different. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Because we went for nine seasons. Uh, they only had one season after this. So maybe they knew. You know, I feel like they sign up for contracts, so maybe like, okay, after this one and the yeah. next season.
1: Well, this is season so, five, yeah. so this is actually the end of the NBC run huh i don't know interesting it's just uh it's it's uh it's just a i guess it's a good one to choose because it's different from the normal standard of matlock i mean it's still it feels pretty intense and
0: you <clears throat> know i think i was like yeah it's murder
1: I mean, like, <laughs> you can't get much more
0: intense than that yeah uh, that's funny
2: i mean every episode is murder
0: Oh, yeah. okay. See, maybe I don't know what I was thinking. I thought I watched this every now and then growing up. Like you know, when it's in the background, and you're flipping through channels mm-hmm. and you just stop on there. But I it's I don't rec- recognize anybody from the <laughs> yeah. show. Like I don't it's, remember the t-
1: the speech patterns, the cadence. I don't remember anything. It was crazy. It's, it's murder, but it's it's fun. You know, it's light It's light. It's, it's, <laughs> it's light murder. <laughs> um. All right. Well, shall we dive into our review of Matlock mur- movie? Mystery, yeah, I, to turn? I
2: mean, we can make <laughs> yeah. this real quick. There are no notes, absolutely none.
1: <laughs> well, I was, I had uh, since it's a TV episode, I, I was gonna go scene by scene if that's uh, oh, I know, yeah. but, but for I you, mean, this is a perfect yeah, episode. Th- I huh? mean, this is five stars.
2: Well, I mean, this is a perfect series, <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: Alright, so our opening scene, a man jogging meets up with an arms dealer driving a cargo van. The jogger ends up robbing and killing the driver. We immediately cut to courtroom where Matlock is interrogating a witness. His client is on thin ice. He loses the case. He's quickly summoned to help with a contempt trial he promised to help with in L.A., a bit far from his home office in Atlanta, Georgia. His newly hired housekeeper, fresh off reorganizing his home, warns him not to go since he's a Gemini, his horoscope is gloomy. Uh, Unsurprisingly, his trip there is needless to say unpleasant as it results in long flights, lost luggage, his hotel reservation given away.
3: 532, deposit 945 from gate 3C.
4: That's three hours from now. I'm not waiting around here three hours. I'll use another airline. This is our Super Bonanza weekend discount fare. No other airline can come close to it. You mean it'll cost me more to use another
1: airline? Much more. He finally makes it to the courthouse late. Judge Raymond Price, played by the amazing James Cromwell, offers no leniency, leaving Matlock no ability to confer with his client and properly prepare for the case. Matlock, outraged, argues, and is placed in contempt.
4: Mr. Matlock. I understand that in Atlanta you have something of a celebrity status, but I want to assure you that that will get you nowhere in my courtroom. Now, I don't want to hear another word out of you until the prosecution has presented its arguments. Is that perfectly clear? Yes, sir. Mr. Shepard, you may begin. <clears throat> no, sir, I can't do it. It's not right. Mr. I can't let you penalize my Listen, client I just sit because down. my plane was late, I lost my luggage, down and my room got all screwed quiet, up. My client has a constitutional you right contempt. to adequate counsel. And right now, there's no Mr. way Matlock? in hell the word adequate can be applied to me. You are in contempt. Bailiff, you are instructed to take Mr. Madlock into immediate custody no, no, and place you... him in lockup until such time as a hearing on his no, own contempt wait. charges may be set.
1: Upon Matlock's release, Matlock interrupts Price's golf game, demanding a speedy trial. They argue, an unsurprisingly, irritating Price. He agrees to meet Matlock 7 p.m. in his chambers. So, opening sequences. Any anything that stood out for you in this?
0: One that guy who murders the other guy at the very beginning, cold-hearted murderer. <laughs> in the back. He has zero reaction after he killed that guy. He just like. Even the way he just pulled the keys off of him, or whatever, yeah, he, he he grabbed something at the end. Zero emotion. It's like he just ordered some chicken nuggets. There was nothing. <laughs> I was like, God, so he's done this before. Really it old. appears,
1: yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I uh, I was I was pleased to see James Cromwell, who folks might know as like the farmer from Babe and a mm. bunch of other stuff. But he he's great. He's he's so good at that menacing authority figure.
0: Yeah, and just the, right off the bat, Matlock's really, because uh, his client he kept going like, you're dead. I love that. That <laughs> was you're great. You're dead. <laughs> just, if anybody ever heard him talk, they would just assume he did everything.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's so
0: angry. And talks about death so much. <laughs> <laughs> so mad. And it's funny too, because it seems like he just, like, a lot of Matlock's just him getting mad at something and then not getting his way. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, like, yells and stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, with the hotel, he goes, I'm not lowering my voice till I get my room. <laughs> but he doesn't get his room, so I don't know. At one point, I would just stop trying to get my way. All the time.
2: Yeah, he's definitely a cranky old man. And, like, one of his, you know, catchphrases is he calls everybody a jackass. And
1: <laughs> Which so, we hear a few times. This, yeah, so episode. he's
2: just, you know. He's just a cranky old man. I love it.
1: Yeah. Uh, is the housekeeper a new character?
2: I think she's only in this series for like three or four episodes. Okay.
1: Yeah. Interesting. She doesn't
2: stick around, right? Yeah,
1: because he's already gr- grumpy because she's rearranged his house for him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets to go on this flight. Um. Yeah, it's kind of funny. In today's yeah, it's always weird too seeing like old
0: school <clears throat> before
1: nine eleven like planes. Sure. Because like. You know, like people just have open
0: bags everywhere, just walking back and forth. Like <laughs> It's like, that's ah, so crazy to
1: even think that. In today's standards, would he be a Karen for how he acted? Oh, I think so. hundred <laughs> percent. The entire time
0: I was thinking, I was like, well, that's why so many people yell. I think it's because the show was on so
1: frequently.
0: I'm going to do it.
3: That's funny. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> 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 it is weird though because like in this show in the in the first couple of minutes there's not very much talking no. it's almost like there's like not very much dialogue in this whole
1: yeah show. It's, and it's, the cut scenes are really quick like it i mean this this is a quick i mean this is all the opening like this is all within the first mm-hmm. five minutes i'd say right yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. super
0: quick when he loses his bag though the Airlines, like, we'll give you a ticket uh, to and back anywhere we fly to. I'm like, that's a good yeah. deal. I'm like, fuck, all right, that's cool.
2: Yeah, and he's like, well, where am I going to go? Where would I go? Like, I love it. <laughs> yeah. And that's I did true. love the...
0: Like, I need anywhere there's cool Yeah, and
2: I did love the the... Flyer that he gives to Matlock to pick out his suitcase. That's just like, oh, yeah. it's like a yeah. mug yeah. book of
1: like apparently suitcases. these are the only suitcases made at that time. Yeah. Like, which one does yours look like? Yeah. Well, then there's, if there's only that many suitcases, like there's gonna be so many of those suitcases <laughs> missing. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, when Price, when he arrives to his chambers, is met by the man in the opening scene, who Price identifies as Walker. Walker shoots Price dead. Matlock signs in to see Judge Price and finds him dead when Walker knocks him unconscious. Matlock awakes at the ground level on the street. Still very dazed, he stumbles into a bar and orders in his delirious state. He asks the bartender if he knows Judge Price, to which the bartender says he's a friend of his. Matlock tells the bartender that Price is dead, that he was a jackass, but didn't deserve to die. The bartender asks for payment, but Matlock's wallet is missing.
4: What'll it be? Uh... Don't I got like <laughs> Coming right up. Hey, hey. Did, did you, did you, did you know Judge Raymond Bry? A personal friend of mine. Yeah? Huh? He's dead. He he was, he, was a, he was a jackass. A real jackass, but he, he didn't deserve to be
1: dead. Stumbling out of the bar, Matlock is robbed by a houseless man who steals his pocket watch. The police find Matlock unconscious in an alley laying on trash bags. At the precinct, Matlock is met by a lieutenant who reads him his rights. Matlock is then told about his night and then he can't remember. As things come to light, he informs the lieutenant there was a man who hit him after discovering the body. The only fingerprints at the scene in the murder weapon are Ben are Matlock's. And with the bartender's story, Ben is charged with the murder of Judge Price. Crazy.
0: When the lieutenant gives, tells him that, like, you know, you might not believe this, but you're the main suspect, he goes, you've got to be kidding me. In all of Matlock's years of being in law, when like did the police ever joke about a murder, like, oh, all right, yeah, yeah you got me. I know it's just a way to respond, but it's like, come on, Matlock.
2: Well, nobody would expect this high falutin lawyer from Atlanta <laughs> to be accused of.
0: I would if they just heard them- him talk to <laughs> one of his clients.
1: <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. And you're gonna be dead. <laughs>
2: that guy's a sociopath.
1: That's funny. Uh, right. If I if I was that uh, bartender, I would have never have served Ben in that state. Oh yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, I think it's against the law. <laughs>
2: I mean, he brings that up later, too. Yeah, Yeah.
1: but even then, like... Well, I know. Clearly, he lies. Well,
2: yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: (laughs) But, yeah. Um, It is weird, though, because, like, being a
0: lawyer, he just, like, breaks into the judge's office. You know? I mean, I know that he was kind of invited up there, but... nobody answers the door, you don't just walk in. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's a quick, like, breaking an (laughs) entry. Yeah, just add to his... And if he didn't break that original law, he wouldn't have been in this whole thing because the guy wouldn't have murdered (laughs) him. That's true. That's (laughs) true. Or would have framed him. Which I was confused on why they wanted to frame him anyways.
1: Why not just murder him? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, for obvious reasons, we're not murdering the main character, but... (laughs) Yeah, and no, that's man.
2: the end of Matlock.
1: <laughs> I mean, why not just murder the judge?
0: <laughs> this is the season. This is the series. Everybody's like, "Wow, yeah. that wasn't even a full half hour." There. Or the serious finale as he just goes to jail
1: for murder. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Because, uh,
0: but why even try to frame him? Yeah. Why do you even just murder the judge at another time? Well,
1: the Walker didn't expect matlock to show up i yeah. think that's why
0: oh yeah. that makes a little yeah. more yeah. sense
1: but i mean your logic's correct like the way that walker just murdered that dude driving the van like he probably wouldn't have any problem murdering matlock <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah i don't know unless it was just convenient for him that he showed up and he's like oh well then I'll yeah just make I mean, it look like this guy did it
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: right yeah because because uh, near the end they
0: say something like and you three are the only ones that knew matlock was going to be mm-hmm. there and then it
1: yeah. yeah so, I, well, I don't, I I don't just, think Walker I mean, had any way of knowing that Matlock signed in, which was went against his case. Well,
2: no, that's not necessarily true because those three guys that are all in the business together with the judge and Walker, um, they all knew Matlock was going to be there at seven, so they could have. Yeah. Technic- oh, that's true. The, yeah. the
1: Walker is connected to those three guys. Yeah, later so they on. could have told Walker to. Spoiler be alert. There. That's yeah. a good point.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I just feel like if I was like, all right, let's just add a few more people into this. <laughs> let's frame this guy. Do we have any drugs that only were around in Vietnam? <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> all
1: right, Mo. I don't know.
0: What's, <laughs> what's also, kind of, a lot what's also
1: kind of funny is that this immediately turns into Matlock being tried for the murder of the of Judge. But nothing happens to his contempt case. Like we don't, <laughs> we never finish that. That's so that judge. guy's just like yeah. sol because your lawyer's in jail.
2: Well, the judge is dead.
3: Yeah, the
1: judge. Yeah, and the judge. The so, <laughs> so the whole reason he went to LA, like that guy, just never is brought up again. It's kind of interesting.
3: <laughs> I didn't
2: never Good think about call. that. Yeah. yeah that is
3: no at
1: all. all right. Michelle, Ben's colleague and attorney, flies to L.A. to represent Ben. In his hearing, bail is sent at $250,000. Ben, back at the jail, notices his pocket watch being checked in.
2: Oh, and we're not going to talk about the outburst
1: he oh, has? Oh, don't say <laughs> it.
2: He just, is, yeah. I mean, he just gives one to the judge.
1: Yeah, like, he's pissed.
2: Yeah, that's a quarter <laughs> of a million dollars.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And, she's, and again, he screamed, but he did not get yeah. his <laughs> way. <laughs> to, to Karen. If yeah. I was him, I would try to give more, uh, you know, you get more...
1: Bees with honey, and yeah. I'm like yeah, surprised they didn't like do the thing where, like, now it's 500,000, you know, for like his outburst yeah. or something, oh, you know. Or he gets thrown, it would be hilarious if it goes, You're in contempt yeah.
0: again, but then <laughs> it just keeps happening throughout the episode. <laughs> oh, that would have been a good running gag.
1: We should go back in time and there the you dialogue. go. I love it. Uh, back at the jail, uh, Ben notices his pocket watch is being checked in and remembers the houseless man from the night of the murder. Ben confronts him, as he, and as he pleads, Ben gets more details to help his case. Bail is posted, and Ben asks for the man named Sloan. Meet, uh, meet Bail as well. Back at the hotel, Ben's other colleague Conrad is there, and they start to discuss the case. Ben wants to look into the men Price was golfing with. Michelle heads to the beach house of Mr. Prescott. They cover the details of the golf game. She learns he and Price and the other men were soldiers in Cambodia. Meanwhile, Ben and Sloan head to the warehouse he saw Ben dragged into when he was unconscious and trying to break in inside his Walker. He lights some evidence on fire and hurries out. Ben and Sloan trying to save the evidence, but Walker tries to run them over and they are unable to identify the license plate. All right. So this chase scene is kind of funny.
2: I love Sloan.
1: Yes. Sloan is like great. Yeah, my,
2: one of my favorite characters in this.
0: So later, I don't know if I am to talk about it now or later, but oh, whatever. Well, we'll do a quick spoiler because I don't understand and I might forget about it later. So so Sloan later on turns his back on Matlock, mm-hmm. but I wasn't sure. <clears throat> They're like, they got to you too. So did they find him after he helped Matlock or was this a plant from the beginning?
1: No, like Sloan is genuinely helping him. And then I think at, okay. when they go their ways, like Walker finds him and offers him money to lie in the court scene yeah yeah
4: no you saw mr matlock leave that warehouse in a drugged condition did you not i don't know what you're talking about you're lying andrew mr matlock you you sold out didn't you you did see the man i was casing only instead of blowing the whistle you cut a deal with him didn't you mr matlock sit down mr matlock you cut a deal with him he cut a deal with him your (laughs) honor mr matlock Another outburst like that, and I
0: will have you placed in restraints for the rest of this trial. Am I understood?
4: They gotta deal with it.
0: Okay. See, I was, I was like, I was like, I don't know. They seem pretty well off, but then I was like, why don't they?
1: Do, why didn't he just murder? Because
0: <laughs> he was gonna do it later anyway. Yeah.
1: Um, I thought it was funny that he couldn't hit know. Matlock. Like, uh, I mean, how old is is Andy Griffith in this show? Yeah, <laughs> In seventies, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, and they can't hit him with a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly well, he's fat. <laughs> that's
0: clearly a well, at devil. the very beginning of this episode the guy running I thought was Matlock I'm like wow they're really pushing it huh and I was like oh it's not okay, <laughs> <at least> I... <laughs> but it's funny too because I like how how so much of the show is just like he would have been in prison if some, luckily somebody m- mugged him and then he would have found that guy if he didn't just order Chinese food you mm-hmm. know what I mean it's all these like perfect things for him to figure out the case which I guess I don't know. I I just think it's, you know, I mean, it's a TV Mm -hmm. show. It's like completely understand. But then, too. So why did the guy take Matlock back to his house where the Chinese food was? What do you mean? That's where he drugged him, I think. He knocked him out at the place. And then later on, it says they took him to his house where the Chinese food was or his like base and then drugged him and then took him to the bar.
2: The drugging happened at the warehouse. Cause he finds that little yeah, vial, and,
0: and that's where the Chinese food. No, was, no, no, right? no! I think we're a little confused. Yeah, here. that
2: Chinese food was at the warehouse, but he doesn't live there. He lives across the street. Yeah.
0: In a yeah. hotel, but why even take him to the? I do okay, This so show, I was. I had to
1: watch this twice. Yeah. By
0: the way, I was so. <laughs> I, was <gonna laughs> say, I still think you're
1: confused because I think <laughs> Matlock's drugged at the chambers where he, where the judge, where the judge is killed.
2: No, he's not really. Well, yeah, he's drugged. Yeah, he's drugged in the, in the warehouse.
1: warehouse. Oh.
0: And then dragged out again. Oh. Yeah, to <laughs> yeah. the bar. So I just feel like that's a lot huh. of, for, I guess this guy is more of just a straight murderer than like a huh. getaway guy. He's like, hey man, I'm only good at murdering. Why are you having me do all this other stuff, this uh, framing <laughs> stuff? <you laughs> well, know?
2: the warehouse is right across but from I the bar. The so so mm-hmm. it's just, he stumbled, he was, they left him in the warehouse, hmm. drugged, and then he stumbled out of the warehouse and that was where the bar is.
0: You know, I kind of think subconsciously they wanted to be caught because they knew what they were doing. <laughs> they had, like, a good fate there. Because like, <laughs> they are really doing a lot of extra stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there is a lot going on <laughs> for how, like, kind of simple the show is. And, yeah. Um, yeah i'm glad we actually postponed it because i was like i'm gonna have to watch
0: it again i was even the second time i was still yeah. like what is
1: happening yeah at first i was like i didn't notice and i had asked ria like why are they this chinese restaurant because they found the, <laughs> the they found the paper in the trash from the food he was eating yeah 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 and i think
0: they just they cut so fast and there's a lot of non-dialogue so yeah it's kind of it's also yeah. like
1: Man, if you run a Chinese restaurant in LA, I I don't think you could remember that many people like so, somebody so easily with those <laughs> details. Like, oh yeah, he lives on this place yeah. or whatever. Like,
0: right? They should have give that guy. They should have given that guy like a German accent or
1: something. <laughs> then it would have been like, okay, that makes sense. You know? <laughs> oh like Walker, he's like. Hans, Hans Gruber yeah. or something. and so they're like, hey, do you know somebody with a but, German accent? <laughs> well, then they would have had to heard <laughs> him I talk. with in the back it. of the
0: head, someone yelled, nine!
2: <laughs> well, they do say he's a regular, like he orders right. this specific dish every
4: such and such week or something. Sure. So, Well, I see he had uh, brownish hair. Brownish hair, about, about yay high, no mustache or anything. And, oh, yeah, he's strong, muscular, very athletic. And uh, he, he drove a kind of a darkish, darkish American-made mid-sized car. Don't know about the car, but the description sounds like Dave. He lives in that uh, motel over there. Always orders ribs and wonton soup. <laughs> well, you, you wouldn't know his room number. We climb those stairs often enough. 310.
1: Yeah, but it, like Andy's saying, it is all really convenient.
4: <laughs> well
2: yeah, <laughs> so that's like a law and order is too, yeah. you know? like, everything is convenient. Yeah. But so I don't I think it was this part when they're driving up to the warehouse, him and Sloan, um, they drive by a business called Mayberries, which I think is
1: oh yeah 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 yeah, oh, yeah I remember that you were t- you mentioned that oh yeah which is from that's the Andy cool. Griffith show yeah yeah that's really cool a
2: little Easter egg
0: yeah that is a dope connection.
1: Uh, also, if you're listening in, you hear little click clacks. Those are our our dogs. <laughs> um, okay, Conrad meets Doctor Layman, a therapist, to discuss the case, in assumption that the doctor is connected, since he played golf with uh with judge god damn it sorry (laughs) he played golf with (laughs) judge he played golf with the let me add that (laughs) yeah i didn't write that right all right i was i was typing this as we were going so it's like really quickly all right conrad meets dr layman a therapist to discuss the case an assumption that the doctor is connected since he played golf with the judge The doctor immediately asks Conrad to leave. Ben and Sloan are at a Chinese restaurant, the name of which they got off the trash uh, fire uh, evidence. They describe the man to someone working who describes the criminal and where he lives. At the man's apartment, they break in, but just miss Walker as he makes it downstairs and gets away. At a gun range, Michelle meets another member of the platoon, Daryl Wilson. Wilson is quick to defend the honor of Price, and he dismisses her quickly. In court, the bartender is giving his testimony against Ben. Michelle cross-examines, and she is curious why the man served Ben in his state he was in, but unfortunately doesn't get them far in the case. Sloan is now on the stand with Michelle examining. He now is denying the story Sloan said originally, and Ben accuses Sloan of taking money from Walker. The defense, now with their key witness, are, out, are at a loss. Ben, Conrad, and Michelle follow Sloan and find him meeting Walker as he helps him load a private plane. The man, like in the beginning of the episode, guns down Sloan. Conrad jumps Walker, but the pilot of the plane knocks over Conrad with the wing, and the two fly away. Ben disappointingly laments, there goes the killer.
4: Conrad, you all right? Yeah. Well, there goes the killer.
1: and that's the end of part one yeah yeah
0: it was a good end yeah <laughs> it left you I suspenseful like I was like all right cool uh because they because I was having trouble following this mm-hmm. for some reason he goes there goes the car I'm like oh okay now I know exactly what's going on <laughs> <laughs> the killer's on that plane. what did he yell uh, Conrad, what did he <laughs> gangster though yeah geez louise when he went to the dude's office and he's like well I'm just and he goes. Uh, He's like, I'm just checking, you know, because of this. And then he goes, oh, I think I got enough. And I walked off like a G. I'm like, God dang, that guy's cool as shit. Conrad is hey, my I favorite. I really yeah, like Yeah, Conrad.
2: Conrad's amazing.
4: Well, any idea where those butterflies come from? Maybe. See, I'm an investigator for Ben Matlock,
0: the man who's been accused of murdering Judge Price. So it's up to me to find evidence that proves he didn't do it. And I'm worried. I mean... What if I can't do it? What if I let him down? Eh. Yeah. So I got to thinking,
4: what if Judge Price was killed by someone who knew they could frame Ben Matlock for the murder? Like, say, one of the three people he played golf with that afternoon. Get out of here. Don't I get 50 minutes? I said get out of
1: here. No, I feel better already. Yeah, yeah. He's great on Walker too. Like he's the best part of that show. Which is, which is. I mean, not saying much. (laughs) I know, but (laughs) um, what does he yell at Sloan when he when he? he's like you you they paid him off they paid you off or like you
0: yeah they, yeah, yeah i think that's yeah Leo. yeah they paid you yeah. off yeah so they, yeah they bought and then again screaming like a psycho like why does it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah this man can't defend him so then- <laughs> this man's criminally insane uh yeah, yeah right and then when Sloan gets shot he yells again Sloan.
0: <laughs> and then he goes like this a bunch and i'm like oh i just it's crazy yeah. to me yeah uh, <laughs> And then nothing for a few like seconds, you know, thirty seconds, no talking at all. And
2: then, yeah. I think it's funny that but. he just i I just love Sloan, and I I love yeah. the way that he is like get him when they're at the apartment, and Sloan's <laughs> yeah. just like I don't know what the yeah. fuck you yeah. want right.
3: me to do,
1: yeah. yeah, Like I'm not a police. He's like, why don't you get him? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And then Ben's like mad that he didn't catch up. To yeah. Him. <laughs> he
0: was so disappointed that he didn't <laughs> that's get that's probably why he turned on him because like, he was like,
1: made him feel so shitty <laughs> yeah
0: right yeah it's like Mella, like, you had him like go down windows yeah. like chase a car car tried to hit him and you were uh, yeah yeah
1: Yeah. it's like he stole from him like he was really disappointed like, see that fucking license plate. I mean his life is on so the line technically said. if he loses that case he's going to jail so yeah, yeah.
2: One thing that if you were to watch more episodes, you'd learn that Ben is a real cheapskate. Mm. And so I think, you know, part of the issue is that he bought these this nice suit and nice clothes for Sloan. Oh. And he's just like, <laughs> you know, God Isn't damn it. that
1: witness tampering then?
2: That's enough.
3: I mean, that's, that's enough like, out of you. the
0: witness, basically, right? <laughs> Madlock doesn't play
3: by
1: your <laughs> <wrist>. <laughs> huh? Yeah. I mean, that does add to the dynamic, like, if you know that, like, he's, he's genuinely upset that he did all this stuff for this guy and yeah. he got nothing out of it.
2: I mean, he, you kind of yeah. see a hint of that when he's on the plane, uh-huh. when he's on the very first part, when he's checking in for the flight, and he's like, I can't wait that long. And she was like, well, it's, you have the super Bonanza yeah. weekend flight price. And so, <laughs> yeah. like, if you know, if you book another one, it would be much more expensive. he's like, how much more expensive? And she goes, much more expensive. And then he checks in his bag. Yeah. He's like, fuck that. I mean, <laughs> not paying that price. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: That's funny too, because it seems like she, she was like much more. Like she won. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're not going to get any of that extra
1: money. Like, Why would you care any, either way? Uh, well, let's get into part two. Uh, at the airport, police are cleaning up the scene and Michelle learns the man's name is Scott Walker. She investigated him and saw he made several calls to a bar just recently. Her and Ben agree to investigate all their, uh, all their suspects' phone bills. Michelle heads to one of the offices of Prescott and retrieves the phone bills, lying to the secretary as to why she's there. While she does that, Conrad looks into the bar Walker called. Conrad claims he's looked, he's looking for a job and the man at the bar demands he make some cocktails which Conrad makes flamboyantly. The man is impressed and introduces him as Carl, played by Miguel Sandoval, and welcomes him to the team.
4: This is a neighborhood bar. What I really want is a job. I'm a bartender. Who do I talk to? Try the man in the moon. Ah.
0: These are dangerous times. You could break your hand and leave this place with nobody to fill in. You ever think about that? Hmm? Ah.
4: The problem is, my friend, my customers prefer drinks you've probably never heard of. Try me. A zombie, a perfect Rob Roy, and a suffering bastard. Coming out.
3: Zombie.
0: Perfect Rob Roy. suffering bastard.
4: My name is Carlos Berman. You can call me Carl.
1: Matlock is back at the warehouse seeking more clues. More comes back to him from the night of his attack, recalling Walker drugged him. He conveniently finds the vial of substance at the warehouse that he was drugged with. The secretary looks into Michelle's lie and confronts her. The secretary despises her boss and offers to help Michelle sneak into the beach house for proper clues. Back at the bar, police raid the bar, arresting Conrad. So, a lot going on in this first part of part two. Yes, and I legit because <laughs> I was uh-huh. lost. I legit thought
0: I was like, okay, why does this bartender? I thought he was going for a bartender job to go under like secret, to, you know, like to be a like a uh, what's like a uh-huh. spy. But I didn't make the connection that like it was like a mafia thing (laughs) so it's really confusing and i'm like yeah no he's a really good bartender so i'm like is he really trying to be a bartender and i didn't know anyways it was just really confusing (laughs) i'm like why do they have this bartending segment here (laughs) i
1: I, I found it a little silly that he like could be spinning the bottle so well and like doing all that stuff
0: because conrad's
2: a g (laughs)
1: I do like Conrad, though. Every scene with him, I'm like, all right, cool.
2: Yes. So really cool fact is, like, he is... Andy Griffith really took him under his wing when he came in. Mm -hmm. And he taught him all his comedic value. So, Mm -hmm. like, everything that Conrad does, you know, he's kind of learned from Andy Griffith.
1: Interesting.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My very first D and D name was Darnock because I was camping and some kid's name was Conrad. I'm like, oh Conrad. I was like, oh your name backwards would be a great D and D name, Darnock. <laughs> <laughs> so every time you're Conrad, I just think of that, which is cool. I
1: thought uh, Miguel sandoval played a pretty good mob boss. I thought he was a good casting. He had like kind of a fat Tony yeah. vibe.
0: I would definitely watch a like a whole like season of just Matlock versus that. guy. Oh, like that'd be cool. Like a whole trying to evade him season. and that
1: kind of thing. That'd be cool.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And the Conrad could be undercover the entire time and then you're never sure if he's going to get hit or like, you know, whacked yeah. or not. God, we need to go back. Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would have the number one show on the TV. Day-day.
1: I, uh, well, I looked it up. Over 20 million people watched both these episodes. Wow, that's crazy. crazy. Jeez, How
2: geez. many people?
1: Yeah, 20 million. Wow. Which is more than any each any is show like today. 8, each yeah. one. Like even mm-hmm. like the most popular shows today don't even make those marks. Wow. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. as they should. <laughs> uh, I so Miguel Sandoval just, you know, so uh-huh. you know, he's from he's in the first scene of the Jurassic Park. He's where he's uh, they're digging in the mine for the amber.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, really? he's in a bunch of stuff, though. Yeah, he's on Barry currently, oh, the new series. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen okay. Three yet. Um, but yeah, he, he's I thought he was great. Um, do you want
2: to talk about the cocktails?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the three cocktails he asked for. Um, I think it was a zombie or like a hurricane. Um, a Cape Cod.
2: No, a Rob no, a Roy. Rob a Roy. perfect Rob Roy. A perfect Rob Roy. And yeah. A, and the zombie. So yeah. I don't remember. The f- Manhattan was the first one.
1: No, it was. It, it's not a Manhattan because oh, no, the cake like, because the yeah. Rob Roy is basically a Manhattan, just yeah. different alcohol. Yeah, I don't know. I forgot what the, but <laughs> I
2: was like, those are really easy. Well, different. okay. So
1: hurricane's not <laughs> easy, but like a, a Rob Roy is really simple. Like I thought that was kind of funny that they. They listed that i
0: wish i wish it was just like even simpler like okay vodka cranberry a bud light and another bud
1: light. <laughs> can you do that for me uh yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know it was just kind of silly the whole thing uh and then i just thought it was like conveniently finds the vial of like the drug and like
2: yeah this you know. one the one <laughs> desk in this warehouse
1: yeah it's just a standalone desk (laughs) in a giant warehouse it's kind of funny yeah yeah right and then okay
0: and then really quick going back to the conrad Conrad, uh uh, you know making drinks thing if it was just to go undercover why go so fucking hard (laughs) (laughs) just make a drink normal because you're wasting a bunch of alcohol by like doing crazy shit and then so it's like you're not selling yourself in any way because hey i'll lose your money as being a fake bartender (laughs) i don't know it's confusing but yeah no it was convenient now yeah, there was one desk and, and there was a trash can right
1: next to it too why would you put the vial back in the deck <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're just gonna leave it anyways you know?
1: yeah uh, and then the interaction with Michelle and the secretary is kind of funny
0: yeah
1: like she lies to her and says like they're from some company and they they need to go through the, the stuff but then she comes back she's like yeah my boss is a pig like I hate him <laughs> Like how convenient
2: yeah but she doesn't really I
1: know but we find that out yeah, later I know. but yeah this mm-hmm. is kind of funny
0: well then too, I didn't know that was the same lady that he that's been helping Matlocks. Locks. I, right when this when the first time she came on, I'm like, hey, I'm from this company, I'm like, okay, another side plot. All right, let's do this. I didn't know it was Matlock's other assistant. So. <laughs> yeah, I was real lost on this. I I had to focus. It was it was hard for me to watch these two. <laughs> Sounds
2: like you need to watch them again. <laughs>
0: To be honest, though, the second time I watched it, I enjoyed it so much more than the first time. Because the first time, I was like, oh, I'm so mad at really <laughs> <that."> <laughs> I had to watch two hours of that. And it seemed like, because I was like, oh, how much longer is this? I'm like, I've only watched this for like 20 minutes. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. But the second time was a lot more enjoyable for sure.
1: Uh, locked up. Police take Carl back for questioning. Matlock f- uh, finds a therapist at his tennis club to ask him about the drug Walker used, Axanol. A special toxin only used in Cambodia. When leaving the club, in the parking lot, two men steal the doctor's car and kidnap him. Matlock witnesses and follows. Michelle arrives at Prescott's beach house but is shocked to find him there as the secretary informed him of their plan. Prescott appears to butter her up and just wants to talk. He steps away and inside is Walker. Prescott lets him know that as he Prescott lets him know as he goes to check out her hotel room for anything incriminating back with the doctor the men take him to a suit store and in the back the men and the doctor are arguing as matlock eavesdrops one of the henchmen sneak up and knock out matlock back at the beach house prescott is telling stories to hold michelle's time she is persistent but he gets handsy with her as she asks to leave while he grabs her jacket michelle steals his voicemail tape and while grabbing the jacket walker says he didn't find anything before she leaves michelle brings up Axenol to let him know that she's on to him Matlock is then dumped on a busy highway, high on Axonol as he nearly gets hit. Highway Patrol arrest him.
2: Did you talk about the FBI raid? No. Because I was like, you just skipped that part. You said part Carl's was- in jail. Yeah. But you didn't say why he was in jail.
1: Oh, maybe I did, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I said at the very end that poli- back at the bar, police raid the bar arresting Conrad. But
2: it's FBI, and okay. it's the main guy. That works with the judge who was golfing.
1: I never caught that then.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it yeah. Was? That, and he's like, "That's why you're busted." And so he keeps busting him to make it look like he's doing something. But then he says, "We're going to have to start without your lawyer." Um, and so he takes him into the interrogation room. But that's that. That is that guy's. So they oh. know each other They're in business yeah. with each other.
0: Huh. Okay. Yeah. I just thought maybe this was a way for him and Conrad to get closer because he helped him uh, by turning the lights off when the FBI came yeah. in. Yeah.
1: And also just went so to jail. I thought with this him. whole thing
0: was just for a reason for them to get closer so he can get some information. <laughs> 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 I literally thought that. One. I was like, oh, that's a, that's pretty good writing. Like, I didn't think of that specifically. I was like, oh, I can see yeah. that. That makes sense. Okay.
1: Oh, well, that's that fun. ties in some, but now some more. that just
0: has more questions. Why does he. Cause, them in the like the mafia they're doing business right why would you want to keep arresting him unless it's like to secretly talk to him yeah so it's don't think yeah
2: it's with the mafia. exactly oh, yeah okay yeah, yeah.
0: all right all right <laughs> mm.
1: All right then I might, I might watch some more Malak, I think, <laughs> <laughs> like dang there's layers to this <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure um yeah the guy uh prescott plays a pretty good creep He's all the, the oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the way he, God, the way he delivers lines and stuff he's he's just like made me like uh cringe yeah um yeah and then you know matlock almost dies <laughs> just walking across the highway all high oh
0: he's getting a lot of head <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: he needs to go to the doctor he can't just it's I've been hitting the head really hard I've only kind of got knocked the, knocked mm-hmm. out once. So for someone to get knocked out twice in like a two day span, like it's yeah, really he clearly tough. has a concussion, like, right? I mean,
2: <laughs> maybe that's why yeah. he's screaming. And so at now everybody. they
0: have the concussion, him screaming at everybody, him threatening his own people. Like it seems like he's. Mur- I've been watching what's going on, and I'm still not sure. It's not <laughs>
2: locked that murder
1: <laughs> I think
2: you're right, Andy. Oh boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Michelle heads back to the hotel and is concerned that Ben and Conrad aren't answering conrad and the drug crew are released and are back at the bar carl is wondering about conrad he learned his record is clean but finds that to be an asset to his team michelle finds matlock at the precinct she lets matlock know that he was drugged again he let her know it was dr layman and the men michelle plays the tape for matlock and it says they are all meeting at the warehouse at 6 p.m matlock strong arms the lieutenant into getting his men together to ambush the warehouse meeting
4: 6 p.m. That's it? Short and sweet. That could have been an invitation to a party. I'm almost positive the man who left that message was Daryl Wilson. The FBI agent? Yep. You guys are great. Where'd you get the tape? She borrowed it. Lieutenant, I'm telling you, something very big very important is going to take place at that warehouse this afternoon and i intend to be there it's a free country could be pretty embarrassing if what i find out blows this case apart i'll take my chances reporters calling from all over the country i'll have to tell them that apathy on the part of a certain police lieutenant forced me to take matters into my own hands spell your last name with one e or two
1: At the warehouse, Matlock and police waiting find Lehman and Prescott uh, also waiting. Carl arrives and then Walker. In Walker's trunk, a load of cocaine and the the parties exchange money. Lehman recognizes Conrad and a shootout ensues. They finally surrender and as police apprehend everyone, they find Walker dead from the shootout. At the hotel, Ben, Conrad, and Michelle are eating breakfast. His housekeeper calls to let him know that his horoscope is much more positive. The three then review the drug deal as Conrad receives a call walker was killed by a 45 none of which was carried by officers michelle remembers 45s were all held by the men in the photo they get warrants to obtain the men's guns who are somehow free the next day from the drug bust (laughs) so all those men were arrested and then they're just free to get search warrants i thought that was really kind of like an interesting clue even with their like military background i still
0: feel like they were shooting at cops. Also, that much <laughs> <Yeah>. cocaine <laughs> and that much money. <laughs> yeah, that
2: was, yeah, yeah, there's no way you Like get... Jeff
1: would say, a fuck ton of <laughs> cocaine in that trunk. <laughs> I mean, th- well, their bail would have had been set at like a million plus. Oh, easily. So like all four men are just like conveniently out another comedic thing would be funnier if
0: their bell was set less than Matlock's and then he freaks out again then he gets contempt again
2: uh, <laughs> that would be yes. great
0: yeah oh that'd be so funny he gets like <laughs> six contempts on the yeah that'd be so
3: good
0: yeah why are they meeting
2: at six like if they make so cause like when mm. in the whole scene it's so dark like it but if, if it was mm. six o'clock in LA yeah. the sun yeah, would that's, be yeah that's out. a good point <laughs> there's
3: yeah. no
0: reason yeah and it's like, I get it's like the 90s, but I still think they wouldn't be just leaving incriminating messages. I mean, <laughs> I like, they're, they're like voicemail. in the military yeah. and they've been working cops
1: and FBI judges and stuff. I don't know. It's just funny. It's yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And it all just happens really quick. You know, like <laughs> the yeah. climax has already happened, I guess. But yeah. yeah. The first time I watched this when um
0: the shootout happens <clears throat> and then he the FBI dude raises his hands. I was like, oh, I thought he was a like a cop I, 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 or something, and then I was like, oh, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I was so fucking lost. It's
3: crazy.
0: <laughs> it's a pretty ABC story. <laughs> <I'm like>, what? <laughs> like, wait, this, I felt like Homer. Like, yeah.
1: oh my god. Wait, I'm what, confused. I'm they? trying yeah. to. It's That's been funny. it's been a week or so since we watched this. What what did he say to the <laughs> lieutenant to make him go? Like, what was what was Matt Lock's reasoning?
0: Oh, he said that uh he goes, Okay, I'm gonna go and then he goes, Well, it's a free country, and he goes, It might look bad if uh an out of state that lawyer yeah. comes and
1: gets the biggest drug bus or something yeah. along those oh, yeah. lines. Yeah, yeah. Or cracks the case yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Okay. So yeah, he's <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He, he knows how to
0: And he didn't scream.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah, it. What you need right that way. screaming. <laughs> <laughs> um, <All right. laughs> Later, Matlock is buttering up Michelle as he informs her he wants to defend himself. Something they agree is foolish. She reluctantly agrees. At his trial, Ben interrogates Prescott. Ben uh, Ben leans in on his feelings about his time in Vietnam. Quoting Judge Price, Ben tries to set up the story of how they obtained the cocaine, but he refuses to answer without representation. Ben is persistent and leads to the story that Price was unwilling to partake in the transaction and that Prescott and the men murdered their fellow soldier and set up Ben. Ben continues despite the prosecution's objections. Ben points out that the murder weapon of Walker, he tricks Prescott and he throws Lehman under the bus. But they were able to determine that Prescott framed Lehman by switching their guns. Ben informs Prescott, the police, of what they need to do to prosecute him as the jury goes on to deliberate. Judge
4: Price was a patriot a real patriot he refused to go along with objection i thought you had him killed and framed me for his murder didn't you i've been patient but this whole line of questioning is grossly irrelevant and has now swung into bare speculation and unsupported innuendo your honor the questions i'm asking and must ask are critical to my defense against my better judgment i'm going to allow you to continue objection overruled without prejudice
0: the people have a continuing objection to all lines of question in this area
1: They find Ben not guilty, and he is free to go. And as they leave, Conrad asks him if he wants a hot dog. And that's, that's it. <laughs> ben gets off. He's free. Sets up the murder trial of Prescott. Prescott
2: you forgot so at the end uh-huh they say let's go home and he says i need to call let's call what's her name to see how my horoscope looks for travel because at the very beginning she oh, says don't like travel yeah. yeah
1: okay yeah 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 and then he, if you're not if this is the first episode you've watched like w- get a hot dog that's <laughs> you celebrate yeah. but he's famously His, loves hot dogs connection. right yeah, yeah. like oh.
2: yeah almost every episode he's like let's get a hot dog <laughs> yeah
1: that's a pretty there you name,
3: go. uh
1: yeah was, i've, I've uh, been watching that's little... uh in the background of ria's marathons and <laughs> apparently there's a hot dog stand outside the the courtroom in georgia so he's always getting a hot dog.
0: That sound bomb though. Uh, I can't. <laughs> I can't fault him for that one. I. Uh, <clears throat> but then it's like he goes. These are good cops. But like, what if they? You know, I don't know. They. It, what, this ninety three.
2: No, this so, I is mean, ninety.
0: You know
1: the OJ, the OJ case and everything. <laughs>
0: it's like they You know, I don't yeah. know.
1: I don't know if they are going to figure this, out that this guy killed him. This is like ninety one. Well. But I see what you're saying. Um, oh, <clears throat> but. <laughs> I I found that the whole scene where he's describing the gun like how they switch the guns out and back and forth that to me was very confusing (laughs) it's like this is this is like so like beyond like a comprehension of like how you describe that the gun was switched and then switched and then like I don't know. Like, it was just a lot de- of describing <laughs> that he switched his gun out. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. And another how perfect time that his friend lost his gun without telling him. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's just a lot of like, oh. Because the guy good, could good. have been like, no. <laughs> you know? <laughs> On the stand. <laughs> and, then, and then like people would be like, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess. I, I, but I then, guess it's his word against his. Like,
0: <laughs> how Seems does far-fetched. That- Help him. Well, how does that can make him the murderer anyway? Well, because
2: the serial numbers so was different. So the so the serial number the, so they all got their forty fives from Cambodia, but
3: mm-hmm.
2: one of them had a new one, and so when they yeah. su- did a subpoena for all of them, they knew that one of them had a new one, and so he was able to determine that. Technically, the new one was Lehman's, but because he had loaned it to Prescott, he knew that it was Prescott that had the the murder.
1: But
0: but what if Prescott lied and didn't really lose a gun and just bought a new one? You know what I mean? Like I feel like they added a bunch of extra stuff in there, and they could have just been like, "Well, we found the forty-five bullet. Here's uh a gun." (laughs) I think it would have had the same effect.
1: I think so. (laughs) Or seemed a lot. Yeah, or just like it's a really like. Far-fetched and like long story of how it was his gun, <laughs> and I just feel like Prescott could have been yeah, like, "No, that's not that's not true at all." And then, like, yeah, no, that's yeah, no, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
4: Uh, all four of you were issued forty-five caliber sidearms in Vietnam, were you not? Yes, we were. You still have yours? I did until you subpoenaed it. I subpoenaed all your friends, guys. If I told you that police ballistics proved that the gun retrieved from Dr. Lehman's office is the murder weapon, would you be surprised? I'd I'd be disappointed if Gilbert was involved in a murder. If that's Gilbert's gun, why am I up here? But he
2: offered to bring Lehman up to testify that he had... uh, just purchased a new gun and lent that one to prescott
1: hmm. i guess that's why he sets him up too to like throw layman under the bus yeah so that he would testify against yeah. him. like well fuck, you know fuck this guy for throwing me under the bus i yeah. guess i would do the same yeah man it's a mean, lot the, uh, for like
0: the houseless dude what's the name Olson, sloan 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 flipped on <laughs> i don't know It just i feel like they should have been like hey we found the bullets from your gun and (laughs) nobody had been like, ah, that was too simple. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just, I
2: don't know. Um, finds it funny that he always has pieces of paper in his pocket. Then (laughs) yeah, he
1: always has notes. I I mean, I I don't know if it's funny. I think it's a great detail for like a lawyer, I guess. Like you notice like he's always, he pulls out the piece of paper and reads off of it. Like he can't remember. I don't know. He just can't remember a story or like, you know, or he like needs specific details, you know, I just thought it was interesting. You know, for like a TV lawyer to have, yeah, to yeah. like not we know not exactly what to say, prepared. like yeah, yeah, it's it's humanizing, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, 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 I can see that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that was there was a lot, <laughs> there was a lot going on, but you know, he, he saves yeah. himself in the end, and um, hopefully they got a hot yeah. Dog. Was <laughs> the only time he now this is the only time he ever represented himself in the series, I'm guessing. I don't oh, know cool. Yeah I don't know And then you said He doesn't lose very often right Yeah of the he only why loses three
2: Because
1: he loses the case In the very beginning Yeah Yeah So he doesn't lose very often at all Yeah it Made me wonder like Of the TV lawyers Like what their overall record is
0: Oh that'd be fun
1: mm-hmm. And like
0: Another comedic moment they missed They could have had the end scene <clears throat> Them finding a hot dog in LA But it's like too expensive He goes two dollars And that's how they end it <laughs> <laughs> I would have or been like, the shit, already for Matlock, or like
1: post credits he gets like bumped to first class, you know, or like, oh, you know, yeah, or right. like he gets an extra bag, got... or or like he gets his he finds his bag. I don't know. <laughs> he gets an extra bag. <laughs> <laughs> Just like all the terrible things that happened to him. He like he. Oh, the yeah. opposite. That's so funny. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you
0: gave birth to somebody. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> it's the opposite of murder. <laughs>
1: Oh. anyways uh, uh, any overall thoughts on the episode it was yeah. fun I mean once I <laughs>
0: the second time I watched it and I could really pin down what the hell I don't know why I, was, I honestly I think without the dialogue going on I started like spacing out because there's so it was so many long pauses without any dialogue going on just like people walking around slowly and I think I started spacing out and that's what threw me off and the second time I was like okay I gotta focus and mm. it was a lot more enjoyable
1: yeah, I don't know if it just moved too fast. Like, should it have been, like, a three-part episode or a little longer, maybe? Yeah. I just feel like there's a lot of details that like, just got smushed into this. And <laughs> and then, like, the sort, like, you know, I I wanted to see more of Conrad and Carl's dynamic or, or that, like, kind of, mm-hmm. like, becoming more and more involved with, like, you know, the mafia would have been interesting. So yeah. I think it could have actually been better if it was longer. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hate yeah him. when he kind of whines though it
0: drove me crazy. when he like complains <laughs> yeah but not like the whole time like when he yelled but sometimes he'd go <laughs> oh that kind of got to me but it was very uh-huh. rare but it really really irked me for some reason
1: <laughs> I, w- I wanted more time with the judge too because like Cromwell is so I don't know he's so entertaining and so I, I wanted mm-hmm. more from him too anyways um, I had a couple of questions for you too uh, since Matlock loves hot dogs, what do you prefer on your hot dog?
0: <clears throat> I got this hot dog from Vegas and it was amazing, uh-huh. uh, but <clears throat> I can't remember what was actually on there. But what I normally put on there is I like the work. Mm-hmm. So I like ketchup, onions, green peppers, Thanks. tomatoes. This is like my dream dog. <laughs> not every dog. Uh, probably that.
1: Probably okay. like that. Yeah. Almost like
0: a Chicago wow. dog. Wow. Mm-hmm. But I like when the buns are heated up in the tinfoil and the buns seem kind of soggy, but they're not Very soggy. steamed oh, well. Yeah. yeah. Gotta <laughs> go. <laughs> Rhea? I like to. I prefer boiled too, by the oh, way. Oh, boiled. Mm-hmm. Over barbecue. Interesting. Again.
2: I like my hot dog to be drowned in ketchup and sometimes a little bit of relish, but usually it's just drowned in ketchup.
0: Do you go sweet relish or non sweet? Sweet relish. I would put a little relish Mm -hmm. on there too. I'm not anti that
1: I had a regular McMahon's who demanded boiled and then seared hot dog. Weird. Wow. How 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 hot? (laughs) How how much could you do that? (laughs) Yeah. What
2: do you put on your hot dog?
1: Uh, I prefer mayonnaise and a spicy mustard or like a Dijon not Dijon but like a like a brown mustard and then white onion and then if i'm feeling feeling up to it's like a sweet relish no, yeah man, man. but mayo yeah. mayo's uh, the key i like
0: seattle dogs too when you go to mariner's games nice good. they put cream cheese oh, on cream
1: them. cheese hmm
0: crazy right yeah huh.
2: so andy famously didn't like hot dogs cool. and he demanded that apples and peanut butter be on every set
1: he hates hot dogs, but his character loves them. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, why How wouldn't would he change he, it to something I mean, else? He
2: did. not like I, I guess he did. I don't or know that nachos,
1: he like, or anything. <laughs> <other> yeah,
2: <laughs> I don't know that he hated hated them, uh-huh. but he was just like, no, I don't really like hot dogs, but he loved apples and peanut butter.
1: Hmm. Pretty bomb. I yeah, can see that. they are good. All right. Um, if they rebooted Matlock today, who would you cast as Matlock?
0: Oh, that's a toughie. Oh, I don't even. Ah, I don't know. I can't think. That's that's. I'm trying to think. You need somebody who can
1: kind of act with comedic timing, but could do a bit of a serious part if it was needed.
0: Um. uh, you know what? I think I'd go Will Arnett. I really like yeah. Will Arnett, and I think he can make it really funny. Yeah,
1: I could see him like in a lawyer role. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, he would definitely do like kind of the pompous type uh-huh. thing. So it's a little bit different from Matlock, but I think he could bring it down. And he okay, could be... <laughs> yeah, I think he could be good. I'm gonna go Will Arnett.
2: Gonna go. They can't. <laughs> Same with Perry. Same. Oh, no, with...
0: I was like, who? But you said they can't. Same
2: with Perry Mason. They should never have redone that. And I don't like that they did. So no. No one. Would you be ever. okay
0: with them doing um, Tupac hologram with him?
2: <laughs> maybe. I could
0: maybe like see hologram that.
1: Andy Griffith, is what you're saying?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> or why not just, have, just I thought
2: you meant like have Tupac. Hologram Tupac. I thought you meant like Tupac. Everybody's really
0: confused. And like,
3: yeah.
1: Well we already we already hologrammed the <laughs> one, so just be using the cheaper. <laughs> <reason>. <laughs> I was thinking maybe Jack Black. Cause he,
0: oh, I guess he had Jack Black,
1: uh, uh for sure. No, (laughs) this is hurting your soul. Sorry, it hurts me. (laughs) Shouldn't have brought it up.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. (laughs) All right. Would Andy? Would you watch it again? Like not this episode, or did you just? Would you watch another Matlock? Would you keep it going? I Mm -hmm. would.
0: Yeah. It was fun. It was entertaining. I and I don't have any. Like yeah, I would watch Mm -hmm. another one. Because it's good, like, yeah, you can put it in the background. And, and there is a lot of downtime to where, like, if you're playing video games or doing something else, you can kind of do both. So, yeah, I would watch okay. this for sure.
1: We obviously, Rhea, you, <laughs> <laughs> you're going, yeah. So. <laughs> She's like, I will be yeah. right after this episode. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Well, what about uh, you? you know, I don't hate it. I don't think I'd seek it out, but, you know, if it's on, I'll watch an episode. I think Andy Griffith is very mm-hmm. entertaining. I think yeah. something about him is, is so charming and, um, he kind of, he's, he's worthy of an audience for who he is and his, how famous, like for what he did for TV and how famous he is and all that. Yeah. Um, and you know, the campiness of it's kind of cool. Sometimes
2: you sound like you're, you, I, uh, you wouldn't watch
1: it. <laughs> I love that theme song though. <laughs> I'm always yeah, like, no, I think about it. I'm going to see if it's on Spotify. <laughs> Um, well, shall we do a round of Do You Know It?
0: Do, 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 do you know it? Do, 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 do you know it? Quiz!
1: Uh, well, I went with the Andy approach to my questions, uh, so you two will have to go against each other on this one. Okay. Uh, Matt Barry, IT Crowd and What We Do in the Shadows, got to start acting with what type of gig? Was it A, a birthday clown? B, Shakespeare stage acting? C, the London Dungeon, which is a stage production where actors portray horrific scenes in British history. Or D, commercials. Yes,
0: I'm
2: gonna go with
0: commercials.
1: Alright, the answer was C, the <laughs> London Dungeon. Oh, that's the most outlandish. I thought that was too on the money. That's why I thought it was too spot on. Dang. He's it. so brilliant, Matt Berry. Yeah, he's very yeah. really funny. I want him to be cast as Bond. So bad. James Bond. He like could in spy do a Matlock. Yeah, he could do a Matlock. That could be fun. Oh, he could do a Matlock. Yeah. <laughs> All right, change my name. <laughs> you jackass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, zero to zero so far. Uh, question two. <laughs> 17th century English philosopher and political theorist John Locke is known as the father of liberalism, but is renowned as a hypocrite for what reason? Is it A, he lived a very rich life and lived in a mansion? B, he wrote the racist Carolina Constitution? C, he only advocated for one religion? Or D, he invested in the slave trade, even though he spoke out against it? Say
3: D.
2: I would say D, too, because everybody did.
1: Yeah? Uh, yeah, the answer was either B or D were two things that people highly criticize Mr. Locke for. <laughs> Okay, question three. <laughs> Before his big break, Matt Damon did what to make money? Was it A, served as a guinea pig in research studies? B, regularly donated to a sperm bank? C, street performed as a break dancer? Or D, asked for money, panhandled? A? Oh. I
2: would say... Darn it, Andy! I was I was gonna say A too.
1: You can say it if you want.
2: All right, A, because yeah, because yeah.
1: All right, the answer is C. He street performed as a break dancer.
0: What? I was like, Vin Diesel used to break dance. I was like, there's no way another one. Okay, shit. You're doing great. Um, I like how (laughs) he (laughs) baseline that. That David answer on something Vin (laughs) Diesel. Well, there's no way.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Based on Vin Diesel's history, there's no way I can know two actors (laughs) that broke dance. Question four. Gary Locke is the first politician to reach what achievement? Was it A, he was the first ever Chinese American to hold office of governor, B, the only person to hold office and go into space, C, the first openly gay person to hold office, or D, the only senator to ever perform a magic trick during a hearing? I was thinking C before you read them all, so I'm going to okay. go that route.
2: I'm going to go D. All
1: right. The answer is A. He was the first <laughs> ever Chinese-American to hold Office of Governor. Washington State. <laughs> Fuck, that would have been so cool if he did the magic
0: trick. <laughs> That's threw that oh, in just know, for you, awesome.
1: Andy, because I know you love magic. All right. Question five. (laughs) This is still one to one. one -one? (laughs) This is intense. Question five. In the late 90s and early 2000s, WWE started having facts listed during wrestlers' entrances. Which of these was not a Matt Hardy fact? Which one is not a Matt Hardy fact? Is it A, Matt Tan's only wearing a sock? B, Matt sleeps in the nude and on his side. C, Matt thinks Thanksgiving is a boring holiday. Or D, Matt is miserable when dieting. I'm going to go. So
0: which one's not true? So I'm going to say
1: C.
2: And I'll say B.
1: The answer was B damn it god damn it why did i ever <laughs>
2: there's
1: still one more question <laughs> still,
2: there's
3: oh, still okay, one more okay.
0: question <laughs> um, yeah. now you're
2: sounding like matlock
0: okay i'm, I'm cool <laughs> yeah all right yeah I'm you're, cool. you're turning to matlock there
1: loss. Um, yeah i thought this was kind of silly that they did facts for wrestlers and that was so the facts <laughs> about him where he tans only wearing a sock thinks thanksgiving is boring I know, right? Is it his penis or his feet? Uh...
2: <laughs> Just one foot. Yeah. <laughs> Just one Just
3: one
1: yeah. foot. <laughs> uh, uh, sidebar: I've been uh, Tony Khan refuses to answer my question, uh, but in AEW there are four mats. There's a Matt Menard, Matt Hardy, Matt Jackson, and Matt uh, Seidel, and I demand that they have a Mattel royal where the four of them <laughs> compete for the, who's the best mat.
0: Yeah, that writes and insults. I know, right?
1: Like, oh,
0: that's so that funny. Battle Royale. Battle mm-hmm. Royale. Battle Royale. No. no, come on. All right, uh, you're in America. They'd call that a quarter,
1: pounder royale.
0: <laughs> royale with cheese. I'm trying to find Dang. something. Gonna figure it out. Uh,
1: all right. Question six. Last question. Uh, there, are not there are not many famous. There are not very famous people named Locke. So this is a fictional one. John Locke, the fictional character on the hit show Lost, had what illness or disability miraculously cured when he pl- his plane crashed on the island? So he had a disability or illness, and he was miraculously cure- cured. Is it A, his cancer was eradicated from his body, B, he was previously blind but can now see, C, he was elderly but is now young, or D, he was paralyzed but can now walk. never seen that show oh no <laughs> neither have uh, i <laughs> have you guys not seen lost it's so good <laughs> B. okay uh i got the one point lead
2: oh uh, i thought he couldn't hear oh um but i'm gonna go with cancer
1: all right. The answer was D. He was paralyzed and can now walk. But Rhea Dang Rhea it. pulls it off. With the one one point victory. Uh, oh. Good
3: shit. I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, those are my Matt Lock questions. Almost oh, lost my honor. cool. There. <laughs> um, those are good questions. All right. Well, Andy, you have a then and now for us before we get out of here. This is then and now. 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 This, is then and now. this is then
0: and now so i decided to do mine now and then on mr griffith himself okay so he was born in kansas city missouri <clears throat> it looks like he was uh he was actually raised by a single mom doris and she was a phone company operator and then <laughs> when he was 16 <laughs> when he was 16 he moved to compton and joined the u.s navy <laughs> uh he was kicked out for using marijuana wow. Oh, no, my phone autocorrected to to Eddie (laughs) (laughs) Griffith.
1: You you were laughing before
0: you couldn't even deliver the joke. I know, and I wrote it today at work, and I was like, oh, this is good. You couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. That's so funny. So he got his start at age (laughs) 21 when he hopped on stage at a comedy club, uh, and he did it as a bet, but he actually got a standing ovation. Uh, that same year, he got his first movie role uh, called, in a movie called Dice Rules. Uh-huh. He has uh, appeared in such films. I was trying to think in my head. I was like, when will they stop me? <laughs> he so he appeared in such films as Meteor Man, House Party 3, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, Undercover Brother, oh, <laughs> John Q, Scary Movie 3, Deuce Bigelow 2, uh, and Norbit. And I Manny loved Winter
1: Undercover man. Brother.
0: I don't know if you ended you ever watched <laughs> I've never seen okay. it. i uh, uh, in 2007, he participated in a charity race to promote a film called Red Line. He was driving a one point five million dollar Ferrari Enzo. He accidentally hit the gas when he meant to hit the brake, and he slammed into the wall. Yeesh. A lot of people thought um, he did it on purpose, which he said no way. But recently, he's it's been kind of uh, ugh, he's been saying some bad stuff. He thought uh, Bill Cosby allegations. Um, he thought Bill Cosby was actually the victim of a bunch of conspiracy ugh. theories. Yeah, he also has beef with Seth Rogen right now, because Rogen said on an elevator, they were in uh, they were in Las Vegas on the elevator, and Griffith said multiple things that were anti-Semitic uh, to Rogen, his wife, and Jonah Hill was in the Oof. elevator, too. But um, a few years ago, he won Best Actor uh, in some Los Angeles International, International Film Festival in 2014 for a movie called Last Supper. Uh, in 2018, he appeared in the remake A Star is Born with Bradley Cooper and Lady huh. Gaga, and most recently, he uh, just released his stand up on Showtime called Enigma uh, in 2019. So that's what uh, Mr. Andy Griffin's been up to. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he died in 2012, but I, I was wow. wrong. Who thought? Who would have known he lived, moved to college? Well, you're still, so. committed to <laughs> <laughs> still committed to it. Still committed to it. Yeah. That's funny.
1: Uh, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> did, did, am I the only one that's seen Undercover Brother? <laughs>
3: Yeah, darn it. Okay,
1: that's funny. Uh, I'll check it out. What
2: Eddie Griffith movie would I have ever seen?
1: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) All right, anything else for you? I mean, happy you did it.
2: I'm just thrilled. (laughs) I'm thrilled to finally have something that I can talk
0: about. (laughs) And you can comment, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Remember Space Mm -hmm. Jam?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, that's going to do it for today's episode. We want to thank you for tuning in. And if you're new or just haven't had a chance to yet, find us on social media with the links in the show notes. If you can, leave us a review on Apple and Spotify so others can find us. And if you're interested in Dungeons & Dragons, be sure to check out our 90s theme D&D podcast, Dungeons & Decades, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Until next time, I'm Allie. I'm Andy Griffith. Oh, yeah. That's, that that's perfect. Awesome. <laughs>
2: You've been listening to Notable Nostalgia on the Big Door Prize Podcast Network. This podcast is produced by Allie and mixed and edited by Andy. The executive producer is Maria. Our theme song was created by Isabella Noche Martins and our logo was made by Aaron Ugghawk of Uglyhawk.com. If you like what you hear, consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. It helps us get noticed so others can hear us too. You can find links to our email and social pages in our show notes and on our website, BigDoorPrize.com. Check out our other podcasts on the Big Door Prize Network, including Dungeons and Decades, and Take a Crit. Thanks for listening.
3: Big Door, Big Door, Big Door, Big Door Prize Media.